This episode brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. Outstanding. Welcome back to another episode of the Russell. We finally got Lance back from Hawaii. Your boy Ooze is here. And of course, your host, me, C, Baby. Guys, how are we doing tonight? Good, good. Welcome back from Hawaii, Lance. I hope the trip was amazing. I'm a little jealous, obviously. It was It was definitely uh, worth worth uh getting away just to come back for all the the clients to be like oh ready to put you back to work <laughs> definitely want to what you want to hear as soon as you're back at least at least you had a week off at the russell we had to take a week off guys because the nfl was almost driving us to drink over here with how crazy week two was but we're back yep. week three Jury's still out to see if uh if the NFL has actually come back to a new normal yet or not. <laughs> we'll we'll see. But uh week three, review the studs and duds and give you some start and sits for week four. But first thing is first. <laughs> before the news, which we'll we're about to get into. Go like, subscribe, follow all our social media, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and our website, rostermedia.com. Go check out your favorite teams over there around the league and DFS. There's a lot of content flowing. You do not want to miss out. Let's jump th- Let's jump into things with the news. Go ahead, Ooze. Yeah, um, good NFL action this week. Um, again, like Lance said, we don't even know how the NFL is going to stabilize because it's just still up and down, right? So um, that being said, uh, Trey Lance, he got the keys to the key, uh, to the kingdom, and he phoned that kingdom with an ankle injury. This guy's out for the rest of the year. Jimmy G, who hasn't even practiced, really practiced with team all offseason, who was just there as just insurance, is now up there as the, the, the main pink play caller um and first when he went in when he first injured he was okay last night snooze fast can't see it again hopefully <laughs> this ain't gonna happen again but we'll see um he's I, for me i'll stay away from him for now again because this is a whole new offense because they made the offense for trey lance um and not jimmy g but now Jimmy G is picking up an offense that is pr- brand new to him, and it looks like he's really rusty. Um, they also had the the running back they lost too. So, so yeah, where yeah, they, the quarterback isn't going to be as mobile because it's Jimmy G. They also lost their starting running back, who should be coming back in a couple weeks. Yeah, so we we took we took care of that last or two weeks ago because that was week one that uh, he got hurt. Um, Jeff Wilson definitely was the the guy to pick up if he was uh, available in any leagues. Um, Jeff was, I, the whole offense, to be honest, didn't really look good. 
even George Kittle, who came back, for, you know, made his debut at Sunday night, didn't really look good. I think he only had one reception for like 27 yards or something like that. Didn't look good. Um, again, the whole offense, and uh, even on the other side, because it was Monday night, uh, Sunday night uh, football, 49ers and Broncos. Broncos Nation, let's ride, but we ain't going nowhere. You know, that it's just on both sides. Um, speaking about the Broncos, Jerry Judy, he had um, a shoulder injury. He was uh, deemed active for that game, um, played, but wasn't consistent at all in offense. So it was uh, the Curtin Sutton show, but at the same time, offense, not good. Um, Mike Evans suspended for one game due to the altercation against the Saints last week. Um, hey, what do you want me to do? It's Tom Brady. That's quoted from Mike Evans. You know, he has to protect his quarterback. Um, Dalton Schultz. He has a PCL injury, ruled out for tonight's Monday night game. He's not playing. We'll see if he, if he is going to continue and, and um, go on to next week. But for, for right now, he's out. Um, Zeke also had, uh, last year, had no timetable if he misses any games at this point. Uh, Pittman, he's back. Um, played well on Sunday. Um Huge win over the uh, the Chiefs. Sorry, huge win over the Chiefs. I think he had um, he didn't have a touchdown. Jelani Woods, rookie uh, tight end, six seven actually, um, had two two of these. Um, and I'll say that'll be it for the news. And just a few more things. Um, Dalvin Cook dislocated his shoulder. Um, coaches said he's day to day from this game. Swift also suffered some sort of shoulder injury, but doesn't need surgery, but he may miss some time. And Montgomery left the game with a knee ankle injury in this past game. That's why Herbert went off. And this was uh, relatively uh, recent uh, with this news. Dak is supposed to get his stitches off tonight during the Monday night game. So you might want to check your waiver, see if people dropped them. All right, let's hit up this week through review. Um, I'm going to start off with the QBs and work our way down. So we have Lamar Jackson leading the herd, 107 rushing yards and five total TDs. Um, Hertz, 340 passing, and just the destroyed the commanders almost called them the redskins and then you have josh allen passing over 400 trevor lawrence he snuck up there this week and joe burrow Carr, smith and cousins so what do you guys you know like dislike out of this group um trevor lawrence is something we can talk to he might be on some waivers for some people depending on you know who people drop uh, what do you guys see here in these quarterbacks this week? Well, outside of Jackson, Hurts, and Allen, which are they're mobile quarterbacks, they're big arm quarterbacks to a certain extent, uh, big play quarterbacks. The rest of the list has kind of been up and down. Cousins had a great week one, terrible week two, great, kind of great week three. Burrow, he was a bust for week one and two. He finally was getting the ball out this week. Um, 
it's we'll see if his offensive line has or he has also figured out what to do. Carr, there's a lot to thing a lot of things to say about Carr and, and that Las Vegas team, but a lot of them isn't consistent. Um, Trevor Lawrence has been a, a bright spot. If he's out there, target him, get him if you haven't already tried to get him. Who's uh, the guy who was on here, Geno Smith? You uh, put in your faith in Geno Smith no or no, kind of no, overlooking this? No, I'm not talking Geno. Geno, it's not consistent enough because what you're looking for is consistency, right? I want to go circle back to um, a guy that Lance talked about, and I think very, I, I think it's a, it's a whole sunspot, to be honest, um, is Trevor Lawrence. Um, it's crazy talk about a rookie that, you know, had, you know, certain bright spots last year just to make a whole nother jump this year. Again, I think it's a Doug Peterson touch of him with rookie quarterbacks. See what, look what he did with Carson Wentz in his first two years, you know, MVP candidate. Now you're looking at, um, now you're looking at uh, Trevor Lawrence. He's out here, he total through three games, <clears throat> Has six touchdowns and one interception, you know, throwing for m- multiple yards, targeting a lot of people out there. Um, for me, who has Russell Wilson in multiple leagues and he's not grasping anything, I, I don't know if I don't think it's more. I'm more. I think it's more of the offense and the coach than it is Russell Wilson because he made plays last night that is like, yeah, that's that is you. You know, the offensive line was not good, but um, this guy Trevor Lawrence, I'm picking him up. I'm spending fab on him to. to solidify my team because I need that quarterback to at least get me 15 to 20 points. And this guy, right now, I think he's averaging 18 points. Last game, he had 27 in most leagues. All right. Let's move on to the running backs. We had a couple good ones here. Claire Herbert, number one, uh, 157 rushing. He took over for Montgomery when he exited the game with that uh, ankle or leg injury. Damal Williams, second, stealing touchdowns away from Deontay Swift. Um, Derek King Henry, finally at the top of this list. Uh, Cordell Patterson, 141 rushing. Devin Singletary with 11 targets and 78 receiving yards. James Robinson, and for those who picked uh, ETN, I'm sorry. James Robinson coming back strong from that Achilles injury. Um, Nick Chubb, Damian Pierce, and Ramondre Stevenson. This is a this whole list besides Nick Chubb and Derrick Henry. Who would imagine that this would be your top scoring running backs week three this year? So you guys, wherever you want to start, because this uh, list kind of bewilders me a little bit. Yeah, the Khalil uh, Herbert uh, pick. We told you two weeks ago. Wait, like. Target him in the waivers because he was sharing snaps. I think he had um, somewhere around like 47 to 53% of the snaps, even when Montgomery was in. Um, if we haven't, you know, if you didn't get him, it's too way too late now because I think week two, people already saw that his value in uh, in the Browns offense. Uh, Jamal Williams, definitely a, uh, a weird one. He was more of a flex. This, he, he's out here putting, I think the past two weeks, putting like, RB2 numbers up there, uh, especially with the touchdown. And, you know, 
uh, last uh, last week he was more touch, touchdown dependent, but this week you know he was in there uh, with 87 yards and two touchdowns. So, um, and mind you, I think uh, I had a stat that Jamal Williams saw all goal line snaps even when DeAndre Swift was in. So this guy's it's going to be a red zone back. Now he's going to be the feature back with uh, DeAndre Swift's uh, shoulder being. Um, no, sorry, that's a cook, but um, DeAndre's being out. No, they, they both have yeah, shoulders. Right? Okay, okay. Both, okay. Yeah. I thought so, I thought so. Um, so, um, him being with the shoulder being out, I know that he's out this week. He'll probably be out next week. Same thing goes with Cooks, but we'll see. Lance, speak to either Cordero, Patterson, Singletary, Robinson, any of these guys that you're going to be willing to start next week. Pick up if they're on your waivers. Probably none of these guys. Maybe Robinson, probably not. Uh, Damian Pierce, Stevenson. Talk to me about some of those guys. This guy two bad weeks to start off. And, and let's just talk about week one. Week one, we weren't even sure what to make of, of Pierce because it looked as if it looked as if he had stole the coach's lunch just that weekend. And they were punishing him by putting in the old Patriots back. He barely got any touches. I think he had like seven touches in that whole game. And so everybody was doing hit pieces on Pierce. The second week, he still didn't pull it around. But this week, he finally did put in some decent numbers. He had like 80 yards, a touchdown, and some catching yards, right? So he finally put up some decent yards. And more likely than not, if you still had him on your team, you had him on your bench. And that's me and Andrew. We had him on our bench. I have him on my bench in the league league too. Yeah, I have him on the bench in two leagues. Um, That being said, we picked Pierce because we expected something to come out of him, him to to get the majority of the shares. This is what we were looking for. If he was dropped, if somebody needed to make room, um, like somebody needed to make room for Robert Woods or to drop Robert Woods to pick up somebody else or to drop Pierce to pick up somebody else, he could be out there, but he's likely not out there because people didn't draft him or people dropped him off after week one in most leagues. That's that's probably not going to be the The draft could put him too much to drop him at this point just to yeah. overreact. On, Same thing on with him. Robinson, though. After week one, people pretty much knew Robinson needed to be grabbed. However, if you were in a league that people were sleeping in, if he's still there, grab him. They've been very consistent, Robinson. Robinson and Patterson have been really consistent, and we were – our show, we, we crashed on Patterson. You said there's no way he can return as a running back. They drafted somebody. Like, nobody's really yeah. crazy enough to put yeah. in a wide receiver as a running back. And the guy keep, keeps going out there and running over DBs. I mean, what do we know about the running back position, I guess? Um, it's, always a, it's always like a, um, a very volatile. Subjective. Very, yeah. Subjective, yeah. I think volatile because the fact that the top guys are not even. I can't even see, like, where's John Taylor? You know, what I mean, where's Joe Mixon? Where's the guys that we spent capital on the first two? You know, first two, three rounds. We don't even see up here, and you know, and they play. Yeah, you know, Chubb is, Chubb is the only one actually living up to it, and and most people had Chubb as a bust this year. Oh, absolutely. Most uh, people had Chubb as a bust. Well, I don't think about bust, but yeah, I think you're also right because Kareem Hunt and the whole, he was all getting that drama. to the end of the second round. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean. Yeah. A guy who should have been a solid first round draft pick was getting shaded to the to the mid late second round. Yeah. 
and mind you like some of these like well i want to say some like for me one guy that's is very like lucky to be up up here is devin secondary okay for me it was more of the, the, i was watching that game very good game against the dolphins it was back and forth he was actually really good it was him and actually james cook be on the lookout for James Cook. He's probably dropped somewhere, but these two guys were out there at the receiving end of the ball, which was very weird because Gabe Davis didn't see any, really anything. Um, the, I know, um, I don't know if Dr. Knox was out there, but he kept dropping balls, and there was tight coverage. For, Miami was, was doing good him? with the tight coverage. It was, it was the linebackers who were letting Singletary and James, Moss get out there and yeah. catch. Yeah. Well, Moss didn't catch. Moss was out. There. I don't even know where Moss is. But James Cook definitely was catching balls. Um, Devin Secretary, you know, he had um, he had 11 targets, nine catches for 78 yards and, and a touchdown. Huge. I don't think it's going to happen again. Um, but because he is the main um, running back, I think James Cook will be the more pass catching back. And Zach Moss is fading because really didn't see him that much yesterday in the games. It was between Devin and and uh, and James Cook, and they for James Cook's sake, he looked fast, he looked good. Just keep an eye on him. He, he could be like you know, you see he's out there, grab him, stash him. You know, he could be a nice flex play for in the later in the season. Well, one thing I do want right. to bring up about Williams is Williams in those T TDs, right? That's that's very hard to continue for a whole year. Remember back when the Ravens had um the Ravens had two running backs. They had uh Ray Rice and they had another running back, and that other running back was averaging two touchdowns a game for the first three weeks. And the thing you need to do with that kind of guy, trade him. Trade him as soon as you can. Try and capitalize on the fact that he's taking those touchdowns, his fantasy points are high. Try and get rid of him and get some something else get some other position that you may need because towards the end of the season that's going to kind of fade off a little bit all your points are being made on those touchdowns he keeps faltering and there's no guarantee he's going to keep getting all those all right a lot to pack with the wide receivers another crazy week at this position just like the running backs i'm going to list off these names Devonte smith uh, Mac Hollins, Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver, Marquise Brown, Amari Cooper, Zay Jones, proud on your waivers, Chris Olave, Tyler Boyd, Russell Gage, Devontae Parker, maybe on your waivers, Romeo Dubs, maybe on your waivers, AJ Brown, McKenzie, Christian Kirk, and Chenault. So I did a little bit longer list here just because there's a lot of guys who cracked this top uh, 14 who may be on waivers, had good weeks. Some of them had big plays. And some of them just kind of filled in for other guys who were kind of injured. So talk to me, guys. I, to be honest, I didn't even hear about Matt Hollins until this week. So talk to me to, about players like Matt Hollins, Zay Jones, uh, Tyler Boyd, Russell Gage, Devontae Parker, Romeo Does, like any of these guys that are not household fantasy names that you're going to either pick up or maybe trade for or start next week? Well, I'll start with Zay Jones. Told you guys two weeks ago, pick up Zay Jones. He's out there being 
utilized by Trevor Lawrence because Kristen Kerr is taking over the top. Anything underneath is Zay Jones' world. You know, he had 11 targets last week. Oh, uh, well, this this past Sunday. I think the week before that, he also, I think he had nine or 10 targets that week as well. Uh, this week, he did a lot better but with those, converting those into catches. 10 catches for 85 yards and, and a touchdown. Um, again, we talked about Trevor Lawrence. He's moving his offense, and this offense is moving with him. Um, with James Robinson, Kristen Kurt wasn't wasn't a factor today, but um, he also had nine targets, caught six of them for 72 yards and a touchdown. This this uh, Jaguars offense is actually really coming together under Doug Peterson and is moving was fantasy owners. So if he's still out there in some of his leagues, I'll say go grab him. He's a good flex play, maybe wide receiver three. You start wide, three wide receivers. Um, great, it's a great pickup if he's still out there. Of that list, um, there's a few of them that I'm going to say are going to have a hard time recreating this, right? Um, one of them is going to be Gage. Gage saw 13 targets, but mainly because Julio, Evans, and Godwin weren't around. Next week, we know Evans is coming back, mm-hmm. short of something else happening. Um, there's also a possibility that Julio could be available. And Godwin's week to week at this point. So Gage, he, it took those three guys being out for him to actually fantasy viable. That's not a good sign. Um, kind of the same thing with Dubs. I, I like Dubs. Um, I liked them before the season started, but I'm not going to put a lot of fab into getting him. I'm going to try and get him for as cheap as I can. Um, but again, what what happened this week? They didn't have Lazard. They didn't have a lot of other options in Green Bay. No, they had the. So, they had I to disagree. They did have Lazard. Lazard was on the play. They, they did have, have Lazard. Lazard was there for two weeks yeah. now. I think what what is happening, and they said it before the game. It was like, um, because I have both Lazard and Christian Watson, and they said they want to get they want to solidify one of them, and because it was uh, Romeo Dobbs was more draft capital for them. They solidified Romeo Dobbs on the on the left side and said he's gonna be playing consistently until he loses the job. And for thank God they did because he was eating eight 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 targets, eight receptions, seventy three yards and a touchdown. Um so now the team he was doing it against is no slubs. No right? not, not at all. They're in slug fests every week. Yeah. That's the really the only thing keeping him in the games is that defense right now. Tom Brady's just not doing it. Uh-huh. Um, the other one who's going to have a hard time keeping it up is um, Devontae Parker. We got Mac Jones with a foot injury. We don't know if he's going to be playing next week. If he's hobbled, he's, if he's going to have problems, it's just one of those things. It's like, I just don't trust him in that office yet, offense yet. I'm not going to try and target somebody like Parker after that kind of stuff. Um, Zay Jones, you want a piece of that, that offense, right? That that team is starting to click. Trevor Lawrence is starting to put things together. You want to get in on any of those picks with some of your deep bench guys if you can. Olave, I mean, if he's still out there, which I highly doubt, he was one of those rookies that most yeah, people were drafting. Dropping them, yeah. Yeah. That guy's not going to be out there. Tyler Boyd might actually be out there, but it's really hard to tell if the Bengals are actually going to string together a few games. Because the offensive line. just two weeks ago, and... that offensive line was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. I don't trust – offensive line is one of those things where they're make or break yeah. for almost every quarterback. For at least if they're not yeah. working, 
you really can't do a whole heck of a lot. Yeah. We have a good Amari Cooper sighting, though. Love to see it. 11 targets, seven, seven receptions, 101 yards. The Cowboys are screaming for something like that, okay? Screaming for something uh, like that. Um, uh, and, it's gonna, I, I, and, and look, and it's going to look bad tonight again. You know what I mean? So, um, Don't remind me. For that being said. <laughs> Unless Amari's going to throw the ball, they're going to have the same problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, also a guy that, you know, we missed because of uh, – a new acquisition uh, player on his team was Devontae Smith. He went off, you know, 12 targets, eight receptions, 169 yards, and a touchdown. One of the two teams that are just that are still undefeated, um, which is Miami and the Eagles. This this team, I mean, we talked about it before the season, and you know, for me, I said it. I said this is a make or break year for Jen Hurts. Is he going to make the next step? Is he just going to be a guy that just uses his legs? I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to front, guys. This guy was slinging the rock, okay? This guy is doing good things. I'm actually happy because the head coach My came... breakout pick. Yes, yes. You're... I think we were talking before the show. Um, I think this is one of the things that, you know, oh, the reason why I enjoyed and I miss it because Coach Seniority came from Frank Wright's coaching tree. So I just know that we, you know, they have a great offensive mind coach, and this is shown. One thing that I'm telling you guys now, this Max Holland kid, he looked good on film. Okay, that even though the even though the plays of Derek Carr was very average, even below average, this guy looks good, and he's getting an opportunity because of the Hunter Refuel, uh injury right now, and he might keep this spot. Okay, so him, he's probably he. I'm pretty sure he's he's uh, available in most ESPN leagues, most leagues out there. Um, I'll say if you're looking for a flex to wide receiver three, he could be it. I don't know if he's going to do it every week, um, but I'm pretty sure he can grab you a nice ten to twelve points if he if he just gets the receptions because this guy he was fast and tall and strong. Like so, this the, him comparing him with Devontae Adams, those two. That's a good wide receiver card. Just had to get a better play out of Derek Carr, which has always been the be- like the, the, the plea for all fantasy owners because he can definitely be there, but he just needs the, the play. And the crazy thing is, like, even um, last week, he had eight targets. Only caught five of them, but he's getting targets there. He converted this week. Next week against Denver, maybe we'll see because that, that pass rush is deadly. Um, but they can't score. That's the problem with Denver, but they can definitely defend. So we'll see. Definitely an add if you're looking for a wide receiver help. All right. Top five tight ends before we hit the duds. We got Andrews doing his thing, two touchdowns. And Joku came alive during that Thursday night game. Travis Kelsey, and he could have been probably top. No, he could have been second. I think he dropped a two-point conversion. And he dropped, he dropped he dro- a touchdown. No, he did. He did drop a touchdown. Oh, uh, okay. So he could have been yeah. top of this. Yeah, he dropped a touchdown, yeah. And then out of Indy, who's his team, the, uh, Jelani Woods, and then number five, Tyler Conklin. So we know about Andrews and Kelsey. What do you guys think about Njoku, Woods, and Conklin this week? Again, if you're not tuning in, your boy is out here getting these waiver picks correctly, okay? Tyler Conklin is on my team right now. The, 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 the New York 
football team Jets. J E T S. Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> they don't got nobody but the rookie and his tight end. Okay. Corey Davis, non existent. Running backs, Brace Hall and Michael Carter. I don't know where they're at. They ain't running the ball. They're probably running for the water, but nothing, nothing <laughs> there. Okay. But Joe Flacco love this guy, Tyler Cochran. I don't know why, but he's getting yards and he's getting targets. The rookies out there. Uh, what's his name? Was Grant Grant Wilson? Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. He's making plays, but for the tight ends we're talking about now, Tyler Cochran. If he's out there for you, he's probably not. Go grab him up because he's going to be here at least for two more weeks. I'm not going to trade a CB obviously because he's on the show with me, but. <laughs> this week I'm selling high on him, okay? I'm selling to a sucker because once because the report <laughs> reports came out that uh, Zach Wilson, I think he's ready to come back, but it's up to the doctors. So that being said, if the doctor don't want his mom to get banged, <laughs> you let him play, okay? <laughs> so uh, yeah, and also David Njoku, I think. I, I want to say David Njoku was one of my breakouts this year, or I mentioned him in one of the shows saying, this guy's going to be a great addition to your team because I know Jacoby Brissett loves tied ends, okay? It just took him three weeks. Jeez. It just, yeah, it definitely just took him three weeks, you know, but again, he loves tight ends, and David Njoku was out there doing his thing for, for, for the Browns. Didn't have the best... Um, uh, Years only because coaches kept coming in. The guy Austin Hooper, they, but David Njoku was the number one. I think the first round pick a couple of years ago, or something like that. So, uh, big ups to David Njoku. Hopefully, he continues this. He probably won't be like, he probably won't be this explosive. But we any like seventy five percent of this, we'll take it any day of the week. Lance, any final thoughts on these top tight ends? I just noticed that there's a name in there that uh number three in the draft board that just uh isn't on that top five. I don't, I don't think he's been on any of the top fives any of the weeks so far. I mean, because he don't have to, he had a touchdown, he'd been top, he'd been probably number one. Okay, if he had a touchdown, if he had a touchdown, it's not a show if Lance doesn't bring up Kyle targets eight. five of them, eight seven yards. I mean. Hey, let's just say you could have streamed. You could have streamed a, a tight end for the first three weeks and still outscored. What? What? Kyle Pitts. Tell me what 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 tight end you're streaming in the first two weeks. Please no. Tell Please tell me. We are Please we are not me. getting into this. We are moving on to the quarterback. you you were taking Mike Kosicki. No. You you were taking Dallas Goddard. No. Tyler Higby. Maybe. OJ OJ Howard. OJ Howard has outscored him. OJ Howard is still available out there in most leagues. Will Disley is still out there? In the past I mean, two weeks, we're, I'm looking at I'm looking at last week just just last week, and OJ Howard has nowhere to be. I, I don't know where, where he's at. Okay, he didn't have much last week, but the first week he outscored him. Let me see I mean, Will Disley put up 11 points, two and 11. Oh, what what did what did what's his name put up? Two, three, and then finally put up a nine. OJ, oh, listen, oh, yeah, because OJ what you to, need out of a tight so, end is eight points. You can stream eight points. So you want the fact to, that he's not even averaging eight points is the big problem. So, you don't draft so, me in the so, third round to so, underscore their position. All, tight, ends, tight ends were a dud in the whole category the week one. 
only person that had a game was Travis Kelsey with eight receptions, 121 yards, and one touchdown. The next person was O.J. Howard with two touchdowns with 38 yards. Everybody else were complete dog. That's complete. why you don't draft a tight end in the third round who's not named Kelsey. All right, I'm wheeling it back in. We got to get to the QBs. We got more of this show to do. You guys can have this argument elsewhere. <laughs> I'm sorry. Take it to the board. All right. So, QB duds. Herbert, he had the, in- the ribs injury, though. Stafford, Murray, Mahomes, Carson Wentz. I mean, if you were starting him because of his two good weeks. And Russ, once again. So, who are we hitting the panic button on here? Oh, uh, it has to be Russ. I mean, just maybe because I'm a, I'm a multi-league Russ owner, but is this I'm watching a game and he's he can make the throws, but I just feel like the offensive calls are just not there. And if it continues like this, whatever what his name, Daniel Hackett or whatever his name is, he just he yeah, gotta go. This is not this isn't like if there's no way that Pete Carroll's staff is calling better pr- plays with a lesser offense. Like it's just, it's just absolutely unbelievable to me. Russell Wilson was terrible last year in Seattle as well. He was terrible. The guy last hasn't year. been good for a year and a half. He was injured for the first like couple of games with his finger and came back. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. Every time they're bad, all I want to hear is they're injured. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he came. He back was back. doing. And I'm he sure, was doing okay I'm sure before Holyfield the injury. Wouldn't have beaten Tyson if not for the headbutts. In reality, he was getting punched out and everyone. Was no. Look, you can talk about injury all you want, but Russell Wilson hasn't been Russell Wilson for a year and a half. Stafford, there's a panic button being pushed there because outside of Cooper Cup, there's not much else going on. Stafford was top 10 in scoring last year. In some leagues, he was top five. That's just not happening this year. Also, not on this list is Tom Brady. Tom Brady is also a panic button. He was panic button week one, week two, and week three. I mean, those are two guys who are, are kind of stalwarts that really need to be there. Um, Aaron Rodgers has worked his way off this list, but Tom Brady and, and Stafford have not worked them way, their way off this list. The rest of those guys, they all have real injuries, right? We we saw Herbert get hurt. I don't know where this mysterious Russell Wilson injury happened. And why it lingered for a year and a half. But Murray, Murray's one of those guys who he's he's erratic. He's erratic in the pocket. He's erratic no matter what. And Mahomes, sometimes he just puts up dud weeks. And we saw what happened with Carson Wentz. The yeah. Philadelphia Eagles sacked him nine times. They yeah. lived in the backfield. Yeah, they lived in the backfield that game. And again, I think one of those things is, um, I said, I always say it. I think I always I say it every show. It's like he's a good bad quarterback. Like he he can throw the ball. <laughs> it's he's a good bad quarterback. Like he he when he when he's on the dime, he can throw the ball to anybody on the field with no problem. But when he has to, even sometimes when he when he I think the, I think if he has to have a plan in his head of A, B, and C, that's where everything goes wrong. But if he has a plan, say I'm going B. Um, and that's is and that's it. He can make the play, right? You see him back there, and he's like, 
okay you're op you're you're closed you're closed you're open but let me double check this guy because he went two more yards and by the time he goes back to see these guys are four guys on his back and it happens every single time or he does his carson wentz signature of carson wentzing and throws the ball in the in, in a plight in a place that doesn't need to be thrown or it could just been thrown out of bounds right so last yesterday it was more of things it was he was holding the ball too much he knows that they're getting past the line. Get the ball out quick. He can't do that. I think any most of the stats, the guy wasn't even into his third step in the drop back by the time he was in somebody's grasp. Yeah, and it, it was it was actually so bad that I was almost convinced there wasn't actually an offensive line. Oh god. <laughs> it looked like for some reason Washington had traded their whole offensive line to Cincinnati. And Cincinnati now had the better offensive line for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's besides that. Not, I'm not really worried about any other quarterback. It's just like for me, Trevor Lawrence is probably out there. You probably want to go grab him uh, if you're looking for quarterback help. Um, Mac Jones was probably one of those guys, but it looks like he has a. a Adam just tweeted. Uh, doctors confirmed that he has a high ankle, severe high ankle sprain, so he's probably out for the next three weeks. Um, I think they have another rookie on their um, QB room, um, in the QB room, and he's the number two, but we'll see. Um, but for that being said, yeah, those duds were, were were crazy. I think I think Russell is probably one of, one of the biggest ones for the, for the panic. All right. Moving on to the running backs. We've got a lot of big names here. Mixon, Eckler, Swift, Montgomery, who had the injury, Connor, Jones, A.J. Dillon as well, uh, Dobbins, Henderson, if you started him, Kamara, Javante Williams, and Sanders, who couldn't get a lot of points even in a big blowout. So one guy I'm going to ask a question about is Eckler because it's almost the third week in a row with him. And uh, probably Kamara you're wondering about most owners, because that was like, you know, second, third round. Didn't know what was going to happen with that suspension. But who else are you guys kind of panicky about here? Um, Johnson Dillon, I think, was just a matter of playing against Tampa's front line. Um, Dobbins, okay. he's still injured and he's working himself back. Uh, he's probably still two to three weeks away from being a full participant. Kamara, Kamara, if you weren't worried about him before, you definitely should be worried about him. Now, Eckler, in a week where, honestly, they should have been running the ball more than trying to throw it with Herbert. The fact that oh, he still absolutely. wasn't able to string great something point. together. Yeah, great point on that one. I, I, I am worried about Eckler. I'm, I'm definitely worried about that. Swift is one of those guys where he's going to have vultures for his touchdowns. If he's not getting them in the end zones, Williams is going to come behind and take it. And that's why I said sell Williams as soon as you can. Um, but Swift's still not going to pick up a whole bunch of touchdowns himself. Montgomery wasn't looking good before the ankle injury, and now that that other running back came in and did his job, he might be sharing a lot more responsibility when he comes back. Um. The rest of those other guys, uh, I think it was just a week to week to 
with some of those guys. Mix, Mixon's also got another problem with him, that offensive line. But. Yeah, Mixon, 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 Mixon has all line issues. Jonathan Taylor also has all line issues. We don't have the same as last year. It's the only two people that are only three offensive linemen that are the same from last year is Ryan Kelly, the center, uh, Quentin Nelson, the left guard, and Brandon Smith, the, the, the right tackle. Everybody else has been a deck of cards being shuffled through, and it's obviously is being shown in the play of Jonathan Taylor, the Matt Ryan, to, and not for Matt Ryan as a fantasy issue, more of because of uh, Alec Pierce, Neon, uh, Naeem Hines, and Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman's still su- like sustaining his numbers as a white receiver one, but definitely could have been better. Um, he was injured last week. Uh, came back this week was really good, um, but for Jonathan Taylor, he's not really doing well running the ball. Uh, mostly only scoring ten points. Had um, uh, I think he had forty something yards, seventy one yards, twenty one rushes, no touchdowns. Um, but didn't look good because of the fact that offensive line is not playing really well. Um, I think Gordon was okay. The only thing that saved him was Chase. Uh, Ch- oh, no, I said Gordon. Well, both Gordon and Chase Edmonds. Um, the only thing that saved them were touchdowns. Um, Chase Edmond had two touchdowns, only rushed for 21 yards, caught uh, six yards for one, rece- one reception for six yards. Um, I think with Chase Edmonds, though, um, the offense is more towards the, the passing game. You can see it with Tua. You can see that, you know, he's, he's actually playing well in that, in that aspect. Um, because Mike got some last year, uh, last week, or well, some last week, last night. Um, Mike, Jay Waddle, uh, Tyreek Hill, they, you know, he didn't do much, but he's spreading the ball around, right? Even though, I think there was like a, uh, a number two tight end that he was throwing to, something like that. But uh, they don't really run the ball, even though we thought with the new head coach bringing Chase Edmonds from his last job, it's going to be more with him, but. Um, it, didn't, it, it doesn't seem like it's working. Uh, we, we've seen Mostert is coming, t- taking some of those touches, but yeah, that, I think that the whole running game of the Miami is just not a, a, a thing to uh, to have, especially like right now. All right, I'm gonna group the wide receivers and tight end together because there's no. So we got on this list of duds. Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Gabe Davis, Cooks, DJ Moore, who I'm hitting the panic button on. If we had a real, like, I want to get a real life panic button so I could hit hit. <laughs> uh, Rashad Bateman, Michael Thomas, McCall Hardman, uh, Robinson, and Jared Judy. Then the tight ends: Waller, Logan Thomas, if you started him, and Kittle. So. Anyone you're super concerned about here? Anyone you're thinking, do I start them next week? Not start them? So Gabe Davis, I've seen Gabe Davis go as high as like the fourth round in some drafts. Um, He is in the same category as a Mike Williams for me. He's a boomer bust kind of guy. And that's just a a hard place to put um, a lot of, your RB, your uh, wide receiver too. Um, maybe he's he's good in your flex spot if you're trying to guess which weeks are going to be good. But this past week, like who said, 
Gabe Davis was out there, but he basically had nothing. Every single ball that was in his grasp, that cornerback had come in, and he's got to figure out a way to to secure that ball. The difference is that has not stopped Buffalo Bills from scoring points or from that offense to keep moving. So they don't live and die by Gabe Davis. But he better get on board and ship up. He's He's a problem child right now. DJ Moore, I agree with you. Rashad Bateman. The two of them need to figure out, are they the number one wide receivers for their own teams? And if so, start catching those balls, start getting those uh, those routes run in the, the proper order and getting open. DeVerney is taking over, or DuVernay is actually taking over. Outside of the punt return and, and kickoff return team game, he's also taking over in those route running and catching a responsibility. DJ Moore, um, one week it was Robbie Anderson. Another week it was somebody else, but it's not been him. Yeah, so. I think that's huge. I think it's. I think that's one of the biggest things here because, like you said, one week is Robbie Anderson, one week is this person, but for the third week, it's still not DJ Moore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Robbie Anderson went in some leagues, or probably most leagues, undrafted. You know what I mean? So for yeah. for that to happen, and he went off last, last week with 100-something yards and a touchdown, I believe, and DJ Moore is still not seeing a lick of any of this stuff is baffling to me, uh, especially you, when you think of uh, Baker Mayfield and what he did last year at, with the Browns and the, and the little he had, but um, had a, a lot more this year and still not um, still not doing like producing the numbers that we thought he would produce. And I think it also goes back to again. The Panthers line is also there's a lot of teams with offensive line issues and it needs to be fixed. Like it's just ridiculous because these these guys cannot do can, cannot do anything with this offensive line being so in shambles. All right, before we get into the starts and sits, real quick, just playing Waller and Kittle. Are you trading for them or trading uh, them away? Um. Wallard, if if depending on the situation with the team, if the team like if that owner is struggling and you know he's like own two or you know or or three or uh, one and two, whatever case may be, you could probably try to snag him from there. But I'm not really um, out there to grab him because I I still need to see consistency from Derek Carr, um, George Kittle. He only had his first game yesterday. You know, so, like, I'm not really worried to go get him or even sell him, for that matter. All right. I'm I'm of the team that I don't trade for tight ends. The only tight end throughout my whole history that I would have traded for was Julian Thomas. And that's only because Peyton Manning was putting off a historic year that year. So, Waller's not on a team with somebody like that. Logan Thomas isn't on a team with that. And... Kittle's definitely not on a team like that. So I'm not trading for those guys. All right. So it sounds like you guys are going to stay away from killing model. Waller. Sheesh. All right. Moving into the week four starts and sits. Um, I'll have both of you guys give one QB, one running back, one wide receiver, one tight end for both starts and sits. 
Let's start with you, Ooze. Why don't you give us a QB you're thinking about either streaming or a positive start this week? Uh, for me, it has to be boy that we've been talking about, and that is Trevor Lawrence. This guy is this guy is gonna one is a revenge game, not for him, but for his head coach, there, uh, um, um, Peterson. Right? It's at Eagle Stadium. Uh, it's a one o'clock game, and when you see the Eagles do what they do, three and zero, they go out there, they're slinging thirty something points a game. James Robinson and, and and Travis ain't gonna be a factor in much of this game because of the fact that they're gonna try to throw the ball and get the points and match the Eagles. So Trevor Lawrence is definitely a start for me this uh, for this week. Um, hoping for big points because I don't think. The defense of the Eagles is that good that um, it's not as good as it seems, if I'm, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I think it's definitely vulnerable, definitely uh, gotten better in the linebacker position because I know that's been a, a big, big, big void for them. But the cornerbacks for me and the safeties are still the weakest thing on their team. Lance, uh, QB start for this week. QB start for this week. Oh, that's going to be tough. Um, well, so I want to stay away from um, I want to stay away from teams that we saw demolish people with their defense. Um, so, right, I want to stay away from Tampa Bay. I want to stay away from the Eagles. I want to stay away from um, Denver still, right? Those guys are always going to be the ones that are going to be hard for us, right? And so Patrick Mahomes is playing against Tampa. You're never going to sit Patrick Mahomes, right? So that's not that's a non-starter right there. Um, you've got Trevor Lawrence going against Philadelphia, so you probably don't want to start there. And then you got Matthew Stafford going against San Fran, so you don't want to start those guys. But on the flip side, you've got Baker Mayfield and Matt Ryan going up against Tennessee and Arizona. Um, but then you've got Aaron Rodgers, who's going to have a, a game in New England getting his offense a little bit more acclimated. Those guys, those young guys catching the ball now, that guy, um, he's not one of those guys where you've got to make a decision. Do you start that guy? But you may be making the decision, do I start this guy or this other guy I have on my bench? Don't make that bad decision and sit Aaron Rodgers. Keep that guy in there. Um, but don't get tricked and put in a Mitch Trubisky against the Jets. Just because the Jets are bad, do not go out of your way for Mitch Trubisky. I'm still surprised he's the starting quarterback in Pittsburgh, to be honest. <laughs> Ooh, is a running back uh, start for week four. <sighs> a running back to start. I know he hasn't been I know he hasn't been the guy. And I that that is don't don't waver. Don't falter. But let JT eat. Okay. Going against <laughs> the Tennessee Titans. AFC divisional game here, AFC South divisional game at the Colts. It looks like we're playing better at the Colts. I think one of the things is they're going to match. They're going to match the Tennessee Titans' energy with uh, King Henry because they they have no passing game as well right now. And what they tried to what they tried to do last week was King Henry. We're sorry for not relying on you like we did last year. We're trying to we're trying to help you get through the season healthy, but. <laughs> we gonna need you today, 
and I think what's going to do, what's going to happen, is going to be a, a a battle of the top two running backs in the league of last year, and it's going to be fireworks. Glance, a running back start. That start. So Pierce is coming up with a good game, right? Going out against the Chargers and another defense week to the run. Mm, like so Damian Pierce is somebody you're going to want to keep a lookout for. James Robinson going against Philadelphia. There's going to be yards that he can get there um, if they're able to get the running back or even dump off passes to him. But Javante Williams, I expect to bounce back this game, right? So they're going against they're going against Las Vegas. They're going to need to churn up um, some yards. They're going to need to control the clock, give that defense some rest. And so expect Javante Williams to be able to do stuff against that weak defensive line over there in Las Vegas. Booz, why don't you give me your wide receiver and tight end uh, starts for the week? Wide receiver and tight end? For me, one is Tyler Coughlin, okay? Going against the Steelers, <laughs> I think one, one of the things is the Steelers' defense got weaker due to the, due to the injury of Watt, um, but Joe Flacco loves to get this guy the ball early in the middle of the field and short yardage. And let him work. That's going to be a huge, huge game, uh, just for the Jets to see if he can start for the rest of the season, or if Zach Wilson says, "Okay, you're off," and you know we're going to ride with our rookie again or second-year quarterback again. Wide receiver, I'll have to say Mike Evans against the Chiefs. The Chiefs defense is really for me. Watching the Colts game yesterday, it's not as scary as we we thought it was. Um, the front four, yes, but the secondary was not really good. Him being rested for a whole week because he hasn't played for one week, definitely going to be a huge, huge thing. Russia Gage, you got to hit the bench again because I'm back, baby. And Tom Brady is not losing another game. So Mike Evans, definitely a good start for next week. Lance, same thing with you. Wide receiver and tight end. Get to the waiver wires, pick up Mugoku. And, and one of the good reasons to pick him up is Atlanta's defense that who he's going up against this week is very porous in the in the uh the cornerbacks in the mid-level. So Mugoku should be able to string together two good games playing against another weak defense. So that's where I would say for the tight ends, we're going to wide receivers. I want to stay away from the Patriots until I find out what's going on with Mac Jones. Um, so I would stay away from picking up um, Devontae Parker. I would stay away from starting um, – well, with anybody in their right mind is never going to start that wide receiver in New England who fumbles every single week. If you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan, you know this guy. I don't even need to say his name. You know <laughs> this guy is terrible. Stay away from him. But somebody who we want to see what happens tonight and to see if the quarterback situation is going to lead to a better game the C.D. Lamb is going against Washington next week. We saw what the Eagles were able to do. We saw what Devontae Smith was able to do. C.D. Lamb should be in a good position to be able to do that, just whether or not he can get somebody throwing him that ball. All right, and I'm going to wrap this up with some more sets. Lance mentioned a lot of them throughout his starts. Um, you might want to look at fading Herbert just because of the ribs. You saw how that affected him, his mobility and throwing. Um, 
honestly, James Robinson obviously is coming off a good game, but against that Eagles defense that hold Washington to about zero points till the fourth quarter, I would be very wary about him. Um, DJ Moore, where has this man been? And Michael Thomas, he had a foot injury during this game. Not that serious, but, you know, if he doesn't score a TD, he is not the one to start. And it was the Chris Olave show this past week in the game. So – Isn't that the injury that he was trying to rehab last year? Uh, was it a Mike, foot Thomas, or a Mike hand? Thomas? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that was a new one. Okay, it's something different. Yeah, I couldn't just, remember off the top of my head. What injury he was trying to fix? I didn't, couldn't remember his hamstring or if it was foot. It's an injury prone mother. Yeah. <laughs> him and him and uh, Henderson. Henderson's gonna have to give his name over to Michael Thomas. Factuals. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. All right, guys. Well, that was our show. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Tune in next week for another episode of the Russell will take you through the studs, the duds, and get you some starts and sits, and of course the news. Keeping it entertaining with the law and ooze. Anything else, guys, before we sign off? No. Make sure you hit those wave runners. What'd you say, Lance? Next week's the Conklin show. Y'all, yeah, it's got to be. I'm just glad I'm not listening to Pitts no more. Conklin it is. I can ride with that. Pitts is still there, baby. Let's ride. <laughs> Bronco Nation. Let's ride. Uh, all right, guys. Have a good one. Peace from the Russell. Bye.